This is the podcast for the British International School New York and welcome to Bisney Behind the Scenes, the podcast where we talk to staff, parents and pupils to find out more about life at the school. In this episode, we speak to Alana, Lily and Jana about the arts at Bisney. We're going to find out what their favourite time of the Bisney calendar might be, what opportunities there are for student development at all ages through the school and also what makes the art programmes at Bisney so special. I can almost guarantee you'll smile throughout listening to this episode. These three guests really do bounce off each other with some really positive energy. So let's get into this episode right now. Alana, Lily and Jana, welcome to Bisney Behind the Scenes. It's great to have you here. How are you all doing today? <laughs> Good, thank you. We're happy to be here too. Yes, very, very happy to be here today. It's it's a bit humid and rainy outside, so it's nice to be uh, inside right now. Yeah, this is a wonderful way to start our day, um, just getting to, to talk together and um, talk about our school together. It's really exciting. Due to the nature of like COVID, we haven't been able to be on display as much as we normally are as our teachers, so this feels like a very exciting opportunity for us to shine. <laughs> okay, well, we're here today to talk about the arts at Bisney, to find out more about what actually happens in this field. But before we do that, could each of you just give me a little bit of background, just tell me how you ended up at Bisney, but also what each of you actually does within the school. Who wants to go first? I can go first. Alana, take it away. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so I've been at Disney for 10 years. Before I taught here, I was teaching at the Canadian International School in Singapore. Um, so international teaching has sort of been the driver in my career. But uh, 10 years later, I'm still in New York, officially a New Yorker now, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Not really. I live in New Jersey. But uh, so at Bisney, I am the director of creative and performing arts. That's my main title and um, sort of oversee the arts at the school, but I also, um, Disney is a school that's quite small and so many of us wear many hats um, and I think you'll find from all three of us that while arts is um, our passion, we also do lots of other things around the school. So in addition to um, being the director of the arts programs and teaching visual art to middle and upper students, uh, I also oversee the co-curriculum at the school. Um, mm -hmm. which involves lots of other, you know, elements of a student experience. I oversee a um, service learning project with Year 9 that's very close to my heart called the Community Project. And I'm very excited because I'm actually the teacher facilitator for the Diversity and Pride Club at our school, and we're in the process of building out our first student equity conference, um, which is going to be happening this spring, and I'm very excited about that. Um, and we also are very involved in the school drama productions, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Wow, that's a, that's a pretty packed in uh, little history there. So thanks for that, Alana. Yeah, um, in the interest of going alphabetical order, Jana, I'm going to ask you to go next. Oh, great. Thank you. Um, so I'm Jana Viola. Um, I'm the head of music at Disney. Um, yes, that's my real name. And no, I don't play the viola. Um, I played it for <laughs> like two years in elementary school and I hated it. So, but I kept the name. So here we are. Um, <laughs> I started at, this is my eighth year at Disney, actually, and okay. I started um, right out of university. Um, I'm from New York. I went to university in New York, and I clearly haven't really moved very far. But um, so at, at Disney, I started off as a music teacher, um, and then uh, two years ago, I think, I was, became head of department at the school. Um, but like Alana said, I also have a couple of other jobs. 
Um, I'm the head of one of our houses. Uh, so we have three houses in mm -hmm. our school. We've got Shakespeare, King, and Glennie. And I'm the head of King House, which I like to tell people is really just kind of like a school-wide cheerleader. I'm also a mentor um, for NYP this year. I'm a mentor for year nines. And I also like to tell people that that's kind of like being a parent um, to a bunch <laughs> of middle schoolers. It's a full-time job in itself, but I do really love it. And again, like Alana said, I'm also uh, heavily involved in the school play and the school choirs at our school. So um, we're, we're busy, but I love every second of it and I'm very thankful for it. Awesome. There's a lot of hats being worn by the pair of you. Lily, can you stack up with that? Are you wearing so many hats? I think I can. <laughs> um, so this is my 11th year at Disney, which is crazy to say out loud. Um, I actually started as a teacher assistant in year two, um, which I did for a year, and then in reception for two years while I was getting my master's degree in early childhood education. And I was going, I was going to be a reception year one, year two teacher. That was my path. And um my first year I spoke with the old headmaster. Um, I had experience in summer camps um, and I worked in children's programs in um, like all-inclusive resorts in Punta Cana and stuff. Um, and it was all about putting on shows with kids um, and that was my passion. And so my second year while I was a TA, we put on, which was Alana's first year, we put on um, a like 45 minute version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which we were, we threw together in I think two and a half months, which is funny now because we spend the entire school year on a school production now. Um, yeah. And it wound up being a great success, awesome. um, which kind of just steered me in a different path. And um, I became the drama teacher here after being a TA. Um, instead of going into the classroom, um, it just, my life was, was going that way. And I'm the head of drama. I've been so far. Um, but in addition to that, this year, I'm actually um, on senior leadership. I'm a co-head of the lower school, which is nursery through year four um, with Miss Otley, who I think you're speaking with in a later episode. Mm -hmm. um, so we oversee kind of all the teachers, all the pastoral care, um, the curriculum, um, running assemblies and that kind of thing with the lower portion of the school um, at this point. And of course, the school production, which was already mentioned, um, mm -hmm. is, is, is my baby. I feel like that's my baby. So I think it's safe to say you're wearing just as many hats as the other two. No doubt at all about that. Mm -hmm. So um, all three of you, I'd love to talk about the art programs at Disney. Tell me what makes them so special there. I mean, obviously it's us. No, I'm completely <laughs> kidding on that front. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I do think that there's something to be said for, and, and the arts team and the staff that work within our departments, it's bigger than just the three of us. But I do think the fact that we have been here for so long and work so closely together really allows... Um, for us to thrive as a department. But there's a lot of reasons I think that, um, there's a lot of elements to our program specifically that make uh, the arts at this school really special. And a lot of it comes down to the support that we've been given over the years um, by administration and by the parent community and really by the students to, um, we're given a lot of freedom uh, to sort of execute our dreams um, mm -hmm. and to think big and we're supported, you know, with resources and with um, 
like the energy of the entire school community sort of behind us to help propel us to do our best work and to do the best for the students. Um, and then I think that shows in the in the experiences and the performances and um, the artwork that the students make. Um, we, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll pass it over to Jenna and Lily to sort of add on to that if they'd like. Oh, just before we do that, you mentioned that you had the freedom to execute your dreams, I think you said. Tell me yes. more about that and what those dreams are. How does that actually look in the school? Um, so, like, I can think of one specific example that um, I think comes to mind for, I, there's probably a lot, but, you know, we did a performance of The Lion King a few years ago. And I decided that I wanted to have some giraffes on stilts. And, you know, how do you get a school to approve for you to, like, teach children to work, walk on stilts and um, do things like that? And the school's like, yeah, if you can do it, let's do it. We were going to, unfortunately, because of COVID last year, we couldn't um, actually have the show that we were going to have. But I had convinced everyone to let me fill an entire stage with uh, millet holes, which are like the outside <laughs> of the millet plant that look like sand. Um, okay. So they were going to, you know, support me in filling an entire theater with millet um, in order to like ma mimic that looking like sand. So like really when you're thinking big, it's like, how do you make your dreams come to life? How do you, you know, make a show come to life or, you know, if we want to do a collaborative project or invite a guest artist in, um, that's very much supported. So thinking about how do we like really amplify the experience that students have within our departments um, and give them opportunities. We live in this fantastic city. And so like, how do we bring that into our classrooms and into the experiences that we provide for students? That's what mm. comes to mind for me. And how did you decide on something like The Lion King as a production? Because, you know, there's lots of things you could have chosen. How did you end up with The Lion King? So we, because the school play, it's not just a drama production. It's a arts team production. So um, the three of us, along with, you know, other members of the arts team who are heavily involved and other staff members who are heavily involved either with um, rehearsals or set costume and prop design elements, um, it's kind of a group decision of like, what is something where we can all shine? And The Lion King is such an epic production, both, I mean, all three dramatically, musically, of course, but visually, the costumes. Um, and I mean, Alana completely outdid herself um, being the head of that costume crew. I know she had many helpers, both staff and students, um, mm -hmm. working with her on that. But it was just an opportunity and a really a production that really had all three of our departments um, and our passions shine. Um, and I agree, the productions um, really are what makes the art so special, but it's, I also think it comes down to um, our staff and how we, um, and how our passion for what we're doing, um, whether it be, you know, a one-off um, task or activity in class one week, or this giant production we're spending months and months working to, um, mm. sharing our passion, being vulnerable with our students, sharing our past experiences, um, I think are really unique in our approach to teaching through the arts. And I, I would also just like to add that I think, especially with The Lion King, um, but all of our productions, um, we really do pick the production to sort of um, fit the needs of our students or fit the students that we have. So, okay. um, you know, we our, our productions are not whole school just yet, but they encompass like, I don't even know, at this point, five year levels at once. Mm -hmm. 
it changes every year, but it's a lot of children. Um, so we like to choose shows that not only will give them an opportunity to continue to express themselves creatively and to communicate through the arts, but mm -hmm. also to challenge them. And Lion King was a challenge on, ev like Lily said, on every front in every um, element of art. And, you know, they, they really rose to the occasion and also they just really loved it. And it was so mm -hmm. fun for them. And that's you know, ultimately our goal is to give them these opportunities where they can be creative and be themselves mm. um, while also just just having a good time. And, mm. and can I add one thing that's like on a totally different note to this, to the to answer this question to you? Um, sorry, John, if I interrupted you a little bit. But, no, you're good. You're um, good. I think when it comes to like the content that we're teaching within our classrooms, um, there's something really special about being in an IB school, which allows us to connect with units when it feels authentic and real world issues and take stances on, you know, global um, current events and things that are happening and respond. I think that one of the things that's really special about the arts is it's, it's a way to respond to things that are going on in the world and going on around you. And mm. being at an international school like Bisney, we're really given the opportunity to do that. We're not restricted by, um, you know, a lot of like specific rules in terms okay. of what we teach. So we are able mm -hmm. to really teach what we feel like the students will most benefit from and what helps develop their creativity and their innovation and their confidence and also allows them to understand how art connects back into their lives and the world around us. Yeah, we're not teaching them specifically to be actors or singers or painters. We're teaching them through the arts how to be good humans and how to work with people and make good choices and try new things. Oh. Communicate and express themselves and yeah that's our goal always. and if they want to be an actor that's great too i mean yeah. obviously so <laughs> okay let's look at the art curriculums and the co-curricular opportunities what opportunities are there for student development right from nursery up to the upper school um so i think that one of the most rewarding things about being a specialist teacher at probably any school but at Disney in general is that you get to see the children grow up um, mm -hmm. and you see their progression, you know, throughout the years because you teach them the whole mm -hmm. time. So, um, you know, for example, I start teaching in nursery. So, with, you know, two and a half and three year olds. Mm -hmm. um, and at that level, it's I'm, I'm using music as a way for them to um, just make sense of the world around them and to mm -hmm. make connections also to learn how to communicate. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of well, before COVID times, we were doing a lot of singing, um, but uh, the singing was connected to phonics learning and making sounds um, mm -hmm. and just exploring. And I think mm -hmm. uh, at that level for drama and art, it's very similar, just learning how to learning about the world around them. Mm -hmm. um, and then as they get grow up into the PYP program mm -hmm. and more into the lower school, arts become a bit more um real i guess or you know the okay. concepts become more solidified so with music you know i did a we did a lot of rhythm and singing and things in nursery but now in year one i've shown you what that looks like so now it becomes a bit more real and tactile and they can they can make they can do practical things with it and throughout that time um lily and i in particular we work with the lower school and we collaborate very often on productions whether they're mm -hmm. small scale like unit based or you know, end of term um, based. And so that's another way for them to 
put all of their skills together and share it with other people. Mm. And then for music, as we get older, then we in introduce ensemble programs. Um, in the past, we've had strings and woodwinds, but again, because of COVID, we've had to just take a little detour and mm -hmm. we're doing some ukulele and percussion and that's been real fun. Mm -hmm. And then as, again, as the children get older in, in MYP and upper school, they get to choose for themselves um, you know, the arts that they want to follow and mm. um, can learn more in depth about specific areas and concepts. So mm. the, the program and the curriculum is really built to foster a natural and accessible and authentic growth in the arts, mm -hmm. but also connected very highly into their units. And so it's, mm. it's beautiful to see the children access that throughout their time here at Disney. Johnny, you mentioned that you used to play the violin for a short period of time, but what instrument do you play now? Or do you sing or what, what is it you do? Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I just, I'm, I mean, I she's a Disney princess. Fun. Okay. She's she is a Disney princess. She sounds like straight up Ariel every day of her life. She um, has a beautiful voice <laughs> and you can play the piano. I can. So I, I studied um, voice in college. That was like my concentration within my music education program. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. But I can play piano. I, I get very nervous and I don't really love it. But mm -hmm. um, I will sing just about anything. If you're in the car on your own, Jana, what do you enjoy singing the most? <laughs> this is a great question. Um, you know, I have to say that it, it really varies. Um, and depends on like the, the mood that I'm in, but I will, mm -hmm. oh, they're gonna laugh because <laughs> we only did this like two weeks ago, but um, I will always sing any any Disney song. I am partial to The Little Mermaid, but like there is a, there's a weird other part of me that really does love Eminem um, and <laughs> disco. So I, you know, it, it depends. Alana, Lily, do you two sing at all? Oh, God. Uh, well, kind of. I Before they answer this, I have to say that everyone can sing. That is my <laughs> motto. So mm -hmm. now that you remember, Alana and Lily, that everyone can sing, what's your answer? Yes, I sing. I will go first. I sing. I enjoy singing. I grew up doing children's theater. I, my parents put me on the stage when I was six because they didn't know what to do with all of my energy and um, outward, um, you know, openness to everyone. So I was on the stage. Um, I I like to sing. I have picked up the ukulele since okay. COVID started. Um, so while I've been learning it, I've been singing a bit more. Um, I just sent them a video that I made for my baby niece singing and playing The Lion King, actually. So I've been singing more now that I've been on the ukulele. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoy, and we, all three of us, really do enjoy a good karaoke. Mm. So, but like, I'm best as a background dancer. <laughs> <laughs> like you I can are. do I can do it. Like I can do it. But if there's like musical instruments, like you know, a bongo situation that I can like mm -hmm. get down with some beats and be in the background, like that's where I feel best fit. I mean it makes sense because I like to be backstage. Um but uh I I have occasionally been forced to sing publicly and um you loved every I got through it, it, and I've lived to tell the tale. So yeah. you've sing, you've sung with both of us publicly, forcefully. I think. Uh huh. Yep. 
And did you actually just get through it or did you actually properly enjoy it, Alana? It it gives me a significant amount of anxiety because I did not grow up singing and like never took the musical or dramatic path. Like I've not, I have never, the only time I was ever in theater was in kindergarten. So year one, and I was cast as the Wicked Witch in Snow White. And I now know, I now know that that was a very big role and that maybe my teachers did see a future for me in on stage but I didn't see that for myself you know until mm-hmm. I really until Disney when I started getting involved in set design so you know it's all really um it's really not my comfort zone but just mm-hmm. like with all of the you know we encourage our students to push themselves outside their comfort zones and do things that scare them and take risks and who would we be if we didn't live by example so mm-hmm. a few years ago at a staff goodbye party I did sing a portion of Wicked in front of the entire staff okay now question for all of you what's your favorite part of the Disney calendar from an arts perspective so we've all we've already all mentioned it um the annual school hmm. musical production which is happening very differently this year um and happened very differently last year um hmm. So this would have actually been, 2021 would have been our 10th anniversary since we did that 40-minute production of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm -hmm. Um, It was one production. Um, When we did The Lion King two years ago, we actually did two productions. We did kind of a middle school and then a um, upper primary. We did Annie, the kids version, um, which Mm -hmm. was great. Last year, we were going to do 101 Dalmatians along with Once on this Island Junior. And the kids are still like, are we doing 101 Dalmatians? And I'm like, oh. Mm. Um, but it is such it, it is such an amazing opportunity for our students, for us. Um, it is real. We're like, you are going to be on stage. It's a real stage. The kids have mm. mic packs. We have, a prof- we have professional lighting designer, sound techs. Um, orchestra the cost yeah orchestra adult mm-hmm. like paying musicians um the kids the costumes are making we're like these are actually going to be worn on stage um mm-hmm. and it's we all take it very seriously we're all extremely passionate about it um mm-hmm. it's a team um we always say no matter like staff students on stage off stage no matter what role you have everybody is plays a piece in this puzzle and we all need to you know do our part and come together and we really um work and live by that um mm. and really while there is this exciting performance and production it really mm-hmm. is also about the process and the memories um that are being made and the learning experiences there mm-hmm. how to work with people how to listen to people how to take direction um, how to be quiet backstage when someone else has their scene um, and why, where would that relate in another area of life one day? Why is this a skill um, now? The play's obviously a huge highlight. Um, and I think it's, you know, it comes down to, as Lily was saying, like it's so much more than just like the arts. It's like all of the skills the kids are learning. It's laughing with them backstage when we're supposed to be mm-hmm. quiet. It's having dance mm-hmm. parties backstage when we're doing the curtain call. It's, you know, finding ways to prank Miss Scheiber, Lily, when, <laughs> you know, when yeah. she can't do anything about it. It's like having a lot of fun with it. But also for me, another highlight that I feel like is worth bringing up is um, we also have art shows throughout the year and the end of the art show, art, end of year art show for me, um, where I get to like, 
me and the other art visual arts teachers like pull out all the artwork that the students have done and mm -hmm. put it all up on display and like you, there's this moment where you see all of the accomplishments of these students and people the community comes and you know mm -hmm. we they walk around and we chat and we talk and socialize and it, it just feels like this really um, special time of year it's at the end and you know it's a celebration I think anytime we're celebrating and performing um, mm -hmm. feels like a highlight to me uh, yeah I, I mean both of those are definitely highlights for me I think um, the thing that links them both together is just that they're like whole community events mm -hmm. um, so you know the the art show it involves every person at Bisney um, mm. and the productions in their own way also involve every person at Bisney every mm. student every family member um, mm. every member of staff too um, and it's just such it's such a beautiful thing to like kind of take a step back and, and just observe it um, mm -hmm. and realize how special it is and um, but also in the moment, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Like, like mm -hmm. Alana mentioned, her and I are usually backstage for the productions and, and Lily's sitting front and center. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have our own little fun moments back in backstage that we don't tell Ms. Shiver about. And Well, I'm not allowed backstage um, <laughs> because I was backstage once, seven years ago when we did Peter Pan. This was the, uh -huh. and it was only one production and I was backstage because the other teacher... Katie Shuttleworth, who works at our London school now, Abercorn. It was her last production before moving back to the UK. And I wanted her to sit out front um, on book because they're still little. So it's I, they like to have that reassurance that there is somebody there with the script out just in case. Never touch wood. Never has happened where I needed to feed a kid a line. But mm -hmm. so I'm backstage and the little the girl who's not who's probably like 17 now playing Tinkerbell. She comes off stage in tears. And I'm like, Rebecca, what's wrong? And she's like, I need to go to the bathroom. And I look at the script and I see she has a page and I'm like, let's go. So we like run back, but she has this gorgeous tutu that Alana had made that had this like intricate tie. And of course we're running back and I can't tie the tutu back on her. Oh no. And Jana was in the orchestra that year and she, you were playing the keyboard for Tinkerbell. I was, I was Tinkerbell sound. And you just kept playing her music. Playing her music, playing her music, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then she goes on stage, and the way they were flying was we used um, scooters to kind of have that motion. Mm. So, does someone want to describe, Alana, do you want to describe how she entered stage? So, she's like, she's like, gets on stage, uh, one hand controlling the Razor scooter, the other hand, holding her tutu together, <laughs> laughing hysterically, like out, like completely dying of laughter, scootering around the stage. And it was like, I mean, probably like one of the funniest moments we've ever had. And she handled it like a true star and Perfect. did her whole scene. Um, but never again, Ms. Scheiber, are you going to be backstage? <laughs> That's not my role. I'll stay in my room. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we need to bring this to a close in a moment. But for anyone who's heard anything, if they wanted to get in touch and find out more about arts at Bisney, what's the best way for them to get in touch with the school? Um, well, they can certainly email admissions or reach out to any of us. Our, um, our information's on the website. But we also have an Instagram account. Uh, it's, okay. Biz it's Bisney Arts, B-I-S-N-Y Arts. And um, all of us post to it all the time, and we um, we love being like social media stars. So um, 
please follow us. It would be awesome. One of our favorite things we also, um, that's how we kind of keep in touch with our alumni. We're still really yeah. close with a lot of our former students and through the, um, the arts Instagram, it's an amazing way to keep in touch with them as well and see where their journeys have gone after they've left us. Any of those alumni been in Peter Pan? So one of yeah. our former students who was Wendy in that production, actually, she is um, she's a new cast member on the NBC show New Amsterdam. Oh, no way. Um, and so she's she's 20 now, and she's reached out to us, and we've been in touch, and we're, we're really, really proud. That sounds yeah. fantastic. Well, look, Alana, yeah. Lily, and Jana, thank you so much for coming on to this episode. It's been great talking to you, all three of you, and great hearing about arts at Disney. Thank you for your time. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. So that was Alana, Lily and Jana talking about the arts at Bisney. Thank you to all three of you for coming on to this episode of the podcast. Don't forget that if you have any questions about anything they've said, then just get in touch by following them, first of all, on social. That's Bisney Arts on Instagram. That's B-I-S-N-Y-A-R-T-S with no hyphen. Or you can email admissions at the school. Or, of course, check out the main school website, which is Bisney.org. Bisney does have a hyphen there, Bisney.org. And the staff will always be very happy to help you. Now, if you haven't followed this channel yet, then now really is the time to do so, because then when each episode is released, you'll receive a small notification just to let you know that it's there. So go and do that now. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode, and we'll see you again soon. Bye for now.